pessoal, tudo bem? Welcome, bem-vindos to another podcast, podcast 48. I'm Carla, as many of you already know, and... And I am Marlon. Yes, and we are ready for another podcast. Yes, indeed, podcast 48. Mm -hmm. This is a follow-up um, of podcast 30, uh, 41. When Marlon's character, who is uh, called João, we don't use that name very often, do we? No, we kind of but forget about it. We started off with that. Uh, he phoned his friend Tiago, uh, who's married to Patricia, so we could Tiago, arrange. Mm -hmm, we could arrange um, to go to the beach together, but they had a problem with their car, so we've had those scenes. Uh, well. Hopefully you have listened to those podcasts. So uh, today we're going to be at the beach and Marlon will be talking to Patricia, or Patricia, uh, sobre um, o problema do carro, about the car's issue. É isso mesmo. Uh, bom, então, Carla, uh, if you want the dialogue for this podcast, just as usual, uh, it's PT with Carla, or Portuguese with Carla, if you prefer. Uh, easy to memorize, I guess. Dot com slash podcast. <laughs> 48. So, Carly, if you're ready, mm -hmm. then we can go for it. Yeah, so I'll be playing Patricia, okay. not my character, which is usually Susana. And we were saying we often forget that my name is João, just as we did writing the dialogue, because it says M. Yeah, but, but it anyway. should be J. Okay, João. Okay, so are you ready, Carla? I'm ready. Estou pronta. Então, Patricia, afinal de contas, aquilo do carro ainda não está resolvido. Opa, arranjamos ali um 31... Já lá vão três semanas e nada. Bolas. Pois, se fosse só a demora, era uma coisa. Mas cada vez que o Tiago fala com o homem, parece que ele encontra lá mais um defeito. Que é como quem diz, mais uns euros para o bolso dele. Espera aí, vocês não foram ao palo ali na Rua da Ribeira? Não, estava de férias. E como tínhamos recebido um panfleto com um desconto para o um mecânico na avenida, fomos lá. Ui, estou a ver quem é. Nunca fui com a pinta dele. Pois, saiu-nos cá um vigarista... Nunca mais. Deixa estar. Para a próxima, já sabem. Ok. Uhum. Ok, então agora vamos traduzir isto para inglês. So we'll translate this into English. Ok, então vamos lá. Um, I guess I start. Uh, so, Patrícia, afinal uh, de contas, we'll look at that in a second. Uhum. Um, That thing with the car has not been sorted. Opa, bit of a very ex English or Portuguese expression. Oh, man, we got ourselves um 31, which again we're going to look into it later. Já lá vão três semanas e nada. Three weeks have gone by and nothing. Mm. Bolas, which is very, very common. And it simply means, yes, yeah, you're surprised. Really? Oh. Yeah. Sort of like, oh my goodness, but... Uh, Different, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure, there's lots of yeah, English many, expressions many, that many, we can't many. think of. Um, I know, pois, I know, sort of. So if it was only a delay, that would be one thing, but each time Tiago speaks to the guy, it seems like he finds another fault with it. Uh, which, what did we say that could be? Uh, or in other words... In other words, um, a few more euros... Uh, for his pocket. Wait a minute. Didn't you go to Paulo there in Ribeira Street? No, he was on holiday. 
And because we had received the leaflet with a discount uh, for the mechanic or the uh, garage in the avenue, we went there. Oh, I see. I see who it is. Nunca fui com a Pinta del. Never went com a Pinta del. Yeah. We'll look at that later. Again. Um, I know. Um, he is such a crook or swindler. Never again. Never mind. You'll know for next time. Okay. That was a translation. So, Carla, let's mm -hmm. take it slowly and yeah. really get this into this. This is quite a tricky one, this one, isn't it? It's full of sort of like very typical Portuguese expressions yeah, that this... cannot be translated literally into English. Not even, not just those that we said we'll translate later, but there's others, isn't it? Just, it's hard to translate word by word because you would never say it that way. And it, it just isn't right. It doesn't really convey the meaning. If you this, is why, it this is why we call those little snippets of expressions not in a textbook because... That's the sort of thing you will not find normally in the textbook mm. because they teach you the more formal, the more correct Portuguese, but correct yeah. language is a language that people speak. Literature style, isn't it? And yeah, and that's not how people speak. So anyway, that's why we created this podcast. Isn't mm -hmm. that right? Yeah, that is right. So let's start. Então, yes. Patricia. So, Patricia. Então. So if you repeat after me, então. And might as well learn the name because it's a very common name. Patricia. Patricia. Então, Patricia. Or if you're saying it really quickly, many will do. Então, Patricia. Okay, so you drop the E and bit, that first syllable. Então, Patricia. Afinal de contas, aquilo do carro ainda não está resolvido. So that's why we start, we just start off with one of the not in a textbook words or expressions here, a final de contas. So, Carla, if you're ready. A final de contas. At the end of the math. Literal meaning. All right, sorry. Let's go with it, let's go with it. Colloquial meaning. Expression that bridges the gap between a premise, either stated or understand in context and its conclusion, often denotes surprise at what has happened. All right, an equivalent expression in English. After all, let's put it in context. Afinal de contas, queres ir ao concerto ou não? Okay, Carla was very excited. Sorry, yeah, I got ahead of my stuff. I, I was actually going to say, afinal de contas, sometimes we use the version... No final das contas. No final. Mm -hmm. But a final, I think, a final de contas, I think, is more common. Yeah. So, yeah, do you want to augment that? Do you want to add anything to it? Final de contas. No. I mean, unless you want to translate the context. Uh, final de contas, queres ir ao concerto ou não? Uh, after all, do you want to go to the concert or not? Yeah. But we say at the end of the math or conta is... I don't know, how do you translate conta? Oh, yeah. It's like adding up, isn't it? When you do... A simple mathematical equation like... Uh, two plus two is a, yeah, a conta. Yeah, conta. It could... That's the word we also use for bill. For bill, yeah. Because it's the adding up of what already... What, what you had. Yeah. So in this context, I say a final de contas. So after all, uh, the car's not been fixed yet. A final de contas. A final de contas. Aquilo do carro ainda não está resolvido. 
So that thing of the car, aquilo do carro, or that of the car, aquilo, aquilo do carro, hard R there, aquilo do carro, ainda não está, ainda não está, aquilo do carro ainda não está, resolvido, resolved is the English equivalent if you want to take it literally, but really, sorted. Aquilo do carro ainda não está resolvido. So say the whole line with me. Então, Patrícia. Afinal de contas, aquilo do carro ainda não está resolvido. Ok, Carla, it's your turn. Opa! Epa! <laughs> Nós usamos isto tanto em Portugal we, we really do use this expression a lot Especially around in Lisbon It's a very Lisbon thing, isn't it? Epa Or opa um, And yeah, oh man Or um, In this in, It depends on the tone, doesn't it? And in this situation Yeah, I'm, I'm not happy I know Or um, What other thing did I say? Oh man Yeah, so that Will be it. Arranjamos ali um 31. We got there a 31. Arranjamos ali. Arranjamos ali. Let's say it again. Arranjamos ali. Arranjamos ali. Um 31. That's a bit of a false friend because it, it's not a range. Yeah, it has different meanings. It can be a range. Um, but oh yes, that's right. There are contexts, but in this context, it doesn't mean to arranging arrange. flowers or yeah, yeah. arranjar as flores. Um, but yeah, no, it's more getting something, yeah. or it can also be fixing. The word for fix. Correct. But uh, Carla, after all, this is another one of those that's minor right. textbooks. Um trinta Let's go for it. Arranjar um trinta Literal meaning to get a thirty-one. Colloquial meaning. To get into a difficult, stressful problem. An equivalent expression in English? To get into trouble. In context. A Sara só se lembra da família quando se mete num 31. Okay, so Carla, translate that for us. Sarah only remembers family when she gets herself into trouble. Yeah. A Sara só se lembra da família quando se mete num 31. It's a really interesting one, isn't it? I mean, it must 31. have had... Yeah. I'm Something thinking, to do with military... The etymology uh, of that expression must be uh, must be quite interesting where, where you got, you know, where the expression came from and certainly we, we started using it more yeah. broadly. You read something about it being used back in the day. Armada, I haven't... Well, I just read the, the first phrase on it. I didn't really actually look into it very much, so I, I couldn't tell you where it comes from but if you look it up if you actually write un 31 um i think um in google on google in google on i don't know it doesn't matter uh not teaching him english so if you google that un 31 and write un in portuguese uh, it will show you the origins and not only it tells you in portuguese what it is but actually i think there's a in one of the pages that um comes up it gives you the translation in English, so maybe that will help you okay. understand what it is. The reason we must say why we often do not give you 
the history of these or the etymology of these expressions. It's confusing, because, isn't it? I mean, well, and, and there's so many apocryphal stories that is false stories yeah. that you just don't know exactly yeah. where. So if it's not accurate, we prefer not to. Yeah. Well, or if we're, I mean, if we're not fun, sure. So go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, Carla, so that's to get, and by the way, we don't need to use arranjamos un trintillon, like the expression you use, you could say meter. Meterste. So it's a re- to put yourself yeah. um, in that 31 uh, into trouble. Uh, or por, uh, posto em, 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 posto no 31? Não. More meter. Yeah, meter, yeah. arranjar. Yeah, meter. Yeah, that's right. To get yourself into trouble. Uh, so that is exactly how the English would say, as, uh, as far as I'm aware. And uh, Portuguese, we all, yeah, we also use the verb to put. Uh, but particularly meter, because we have two others, which is colocar and pôr, for put. Yeah. Anyhow, let's carry on with this. Arranjamos ali um 31. Once more. Arranjamos ali um 31. Um, já lá vão três semanas e nada. Already there go three weeks and nothing. Já lá vão três semanas e nada. So three weeks have gone by already and nothing. Já lá vão. Já lá vão. Três semanas. Já lá vão três semanas. E nada. Okay. E nada. Sorry. Yeah, that was easy anyway. Go. Uh, Bolish, very, very, very common indeed. Bolish simply means, as you, oh, I'm sorry, uh, as you probably have guessed, balls. But not the swear one. Not, not. Oh yeah, no, no, just, no. This is not swear. Not, not, not curse. Not at, at all, all, is it? Uh, curse. Yeah. Um, just it, like, have you ever watched The Simpsons? I caramba, you know, it's sort of like the equivalent yeah, for that. Good. That's good. Bolish. It's very mild, isn't it? It's, well, very, it's, very it's just not swearing at all. So it's just no. an expression when Use that when with your friends surprised when you're and... surprised at something. Uh, if your friends are Portuguese, they will they will be surprised that you're using it because you're, you know, if if you're not native. But it is very very common. They'll know exactly what it means. Mm. Okay. Uh so that was me. Yeah. Okay. Bolish. Bolish. Again, this might be a word that you encounter many times if you've been doing Portuguese a while. Pois. We just like to use it, don't we? You know, we those awkward push. moments, fillers, isn't it? That there's just the silence and somebody goes, pois. This is exactly what it is. It's an easing pois. Um, So in this case, I'm just saying, I know. He said bollers and I went like, pois. I know, that's right. Um, just agreeing with his sort of the emotion that he conveyed when he said bolish. Uh, saw. Okay, there's a lot of s, yeah. So bear with, let's just say that again. saw. Okay, so in Portuguese. saw. Admora. saw. Admora. Era uma coisa. Era uma coisa. Era uma coisa. Era uma coisa. Ok? Eu acabo por ignorar o A. Era uma coisa. Mas cada vez, mas cada vez, o Z no final das palavras é como um S. Sh, ok? Vez. Mas cada vez, 
que o Tiago fala. Que o Tiago. Que o. Que o Tiago fala. Com o homem. Com o homem. Parece que ele. Que ele. Outra vez ou novamente. Que ele. Parece que ele. Parece que ele encontra. Ele encontra. Okay? Estou a juntar as duas palavras. Ele encontra. Parece que ele encontra. Novamente. Parece que ele encontra lá mais um defeito. Mais um defeito. Mais um defeito. Que é como quem diz. In other words, que é como quem diz. Because, oh, that's, I don't know how to, how to translate this, really. Uh, that is how who says. It's like someone saying, or in other words, that's the best way of saying it. That, that's what it means. In other words, que é como quem diz. Mais uns euros. Ok, reparem um, no S... Tem o som de Z. Mais uns euros. Mais uns euros para o bolso dele. Ou eu talvez tenha dito para o bolso dele. Para o bolso dele. Ok? Vamos repetir. Do início. Pois, se fosse só a demora, era uma coisa. Mas cada vez que o Tiago fala... Com o homem, parece que ele encontra lá, parece que ele encontra lá, mais um defeito. Que é como quem diz, mais uns euros para o bolso dele. Ok, I apologize for not following up with Mas eu pensei text. que fosse só português. Ah, pois, desculpem. Eu estava aqui a dizer... Infelizmente eu não pude traduzir esta, fra esta, esta frase... Não é? Esta parte do diálogo para inglês, desculpem, porque não me é permitido falar inglês não. agora. Eu estou eu aqui no, no meu iPad, não é? A passar o texto e quando estavas a falar não estava a acompanhar. Não tem problema. É a tua vez agora, não, fico, não ficaram muito tempo. Não, mas tu repetiste a coisa toda. Bom, não interessa. Uh, ah, espera tá. aí, vocês não foram ao Paulo ali na Rua da Ribeira? Ok. Então vamos começar pelo fim. Rua. Da Ribeira. Rua da Ribeira. Hã? Dois, dois R's ali bem. Uh... Rua da Ribeira. Rua da Ribeira. Ok. Na Rua da Ribeira. Foram ao Paulo. Paulo é simplesmente o nome de uma, uma pessoa. Não? De um homem. Um neste nome caso, masculino. Neste caso estou-me a referir ao Paulo, mas estou a falar de... Do mecânico. Do mecânico né? Paulo, Foram ao Paulo, Paulo, ali na Rua da Ribeira. Vocês não foram ao Paulo, ali na Rua da Ribeira? Espera aí. E, e se estivéssemos a falar rápido, eu não sei como é que disse, mas muitas vezes esta expressão acabaria por ser reduzida a... Espera aí. Espera aí. Espera aí. Não, até juntavas o pera e o aí. Ah, sim. Espera aí. Espera aí. Okay. Peraí. Estão a ver? É verdade. Hang Como on. É que, uh, Wait a sec. Carla, 
Estás desculpa, a falar... desculpa, desculpa, é verdade, estou a falar inglês. Espera aí, fica... Espera aí. Espera aí. Ok? Pronto, então Pera. vamos fazer tudo de novo. Espera aí. Vocês não foram ao Palo ali na Rua da Ribeira? Ok. <laughs> Sweet relief for some of you. Alright, so another line. No, he was on holiday. Não, estava de férias. I don't say ele estava de férias. There's really no need because um, tia, um, João, a Marlon's character again, um, already asked if we went to him, to him, Paulo. So I don't need to say ele. Estava implies it's ill. It could it could have been você, but in this case it can't be because Marlon has already established that because we're talking about him. Yeah. Não, esta, não. Estava de férias. Não. Estava. See, many words that start with ES, we just completely obliterate the E. Estava. Estava de férias. Holidays. So, in English, I think you say holidays on holiday. Um, you're not supposed to say holidays, it's on holidays. I think it's, it's, it's wrong, I'm not sure. Uh, but in Portuguese, it's always plural, okay? And it, if it's a bank holiday, it's feriado. But if it's holiday, then férias. Okay, so it's a, it's a word that's always in the plural form. No, estava de férias. E como tínhamos recebido? And as we received. Again, I don't say nós tínhamos, because the MOS ending of that verb just tells you it's definitely referring to a we. E como tínhamos recebido? And as we had received. E como tínhamos recebido? Um, pan, um panfleto, um panfleto, leaflet, um panfleto. There is a English word, isn't it? Pamphlet. Yeah, pamphlet, yeah. Um panfleto. E como tínhamos recebido um panfleto, com um desconto, please do not say com um desconto, ok? That M at the end of com is just nasal. Think of... C-O-N-G, Kong, but don't get, don't pronounce the G, Kong, okay? When you get to the G, you stop yourself. So that's basically how we pronounce C-O-M, Kong. Kong, and both of them are just nasal. Um is the same, not um, com um, no. Tá bem? Está errado. Kong, desconto. Kong, desconto. Para o mecânico, para o mecânico, and notice how I joined para and out, para o mecânico, para o mecânico. Como tínhamos recebido um panfleto com um desconto para o mecânico, para o mecânico, ou para o mecânico, ou para o mecânico, ok? Para o, para o, ou para o. Ou even pó. Para o mecânico. That's really pushing it, isn't it? But we do no, do no, that. That's terrible, isn't it? Uh, pão mecânico, yeah. E como tínhamos recebido um panfleto com desconto pão mecânico na avenida? Wow. Pó, pó is actually dust, isn't it? P-O with an accent, not an E-O. We really do push it, don't we? No wonder some people well, find it difficult. Languages well, but I suppose serves... we all do it, don't we, in our own languages, yeah, without yeah, realizing. It's not, it's not, I mean, I, 
Anyway, we don't we don't want to get into this. Okay, let me finish the line. Anyway. No, you you go ahead. All right. Um, okay, so back to para o mecânico, para o mecânico, na avenida, na avenida, two A's na avenida. So the A from na and the first A from avenida. They sort of join and basically just put an accent uh, on it and na avenida, na avenida. Fomos lá. Fomos lá. Ok? Então, I'm going to say this line again. Não. Estava de férias. E como tínhamos recebido um panfleto com um desconto para o mecânico na avenida, fomos lá. Ok. Now, I was just going to say that oftentimes people do criticize you for making mistakes in the language when really most of the time they're just arbitrary rules that people make about language. Language is a, is a changing, yeah. always evolving thing, always changing. Exactly. It's a living thing, isn't it? It's it just... is. A, that's, the, that's the way to look at it. It's a living thing. And whatever people use colloquially, that is what language is. And, and people making assumptions that it must be a certain way, well, Go yeah. back 200 years and it wasn't that way. So are you saying everything wrong now? Anyway. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I mean, there is a lot of people and sometimes I think we find ourselves doing the same thing, being quite, I don't know, just stuck in our ways. This is how it's said. But it doesn't really have to be. I mean, if you're writing something, uh, an exam, or um, you might feel like you have to follow certain rules. But uh, when it um, comes to speech yeah. and... Even writing books, some people think that, no, I'm, I would like to write as I speak. So. I'm reading a really interesting book by mm. a guy called, I think his name is Paul Neves. Yeah, I've read a couple Neves. of pages. He, uh, really he's a Portuguese, he's not a linguist per se, he's a translator, but he's got a tremendous interest in in, in languages in, uh, and in linguistics. And the way he writes his book, even though he is an expert in the subject, is very colloquial. It's just so enjoyable to read because so, you feel yeah. like you're just having a conversation with him. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. a very conversational manner. I think if you guys are looking for a Portuguese book to read, I think that would be I'll, good. I'll make a reference for it. Yeah, it's really good. Do. Um, because I think most of the listeners want to learn Portuguese for conversational purposes. He actually uses a lot of expressions in... Anyway, we're getting to a different subject. But it is if you want to learn the Portuguese. And of course, it, this, it's not to say that you can't... There is a place for for more, or more I want to say correct expected more formal and gr grammatically the sort correct of, the sort of expected Portuguese that people would view uh, even if in an archaic way they would view as correct yeah. because you want to give out the good you know what's the, the, the expression right you used um, o comer está na mesa I thought that was good o comer está na mesa the, the, the comer is the verb to eat uh, many of you will know um So when we want to say the food is on the table, we should say a comida está na mesa. But we often say o comer está na mesa. So we've made a noun out of the verb, which is very common. In uh, English, is even more common. Isn't it? And the yeah. other way around. Yeah, and the other way around. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll uh, WhatsApp you. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah but, you know? But people will criticize me. you for doing that. <laughs> uh, because, oh, well, that, that's a noun. You cannot use it as a verb. Oh, that's a verb. You cannot use it. It happens all the time in, yeah. in, in a lot of languages. Anyway. Okay. We said again. So we diverge a little. So let's just go back to the pronunciation. Okay. So let me let me go into my next. Have you done your line? Yes, I, I think have, so. Yeah. Okay. So in this next line, it's. I think one of the 
most interesting, one of my favorite expressions uh, that we've taught you before or up to now. Oh, really? Yeah, I really okay. like this one. Anyway, let's go from the start. Ui, estou a ver quem é. isn't it? It's just like, oh, that hurts, like, oh. Yeah, I, and he says, good. estou a ver quem é. I, I can, I see who you mean. Estou a ver. I estou, I am seeing. A ver is like the, yeah. the English. Present what they call a, interestingly, what they call a, a verb noun. Okay. A ver. Seeing. Estou mm -hmm. uh, a ver quem é. Who it is. Estou a ver quem é. Or again, you could just drop that and just. Estou a ver quem é. Nunca fui com a pinta dele. Okay, so nunca, never, fui, never went, com a pinta dele. Now that's uh, not in a textbook expression. Carla, you ready? I am ready. Não ir com a pinta dele. Literal meaning. Not going with his spots. Colloquial meaning. Used to express an unfriendly feeling towards someone. An equivalent expression in English. Not keen on him. In context. Hoje conheci a nova namorada do Pedro e não foi com a pinta dela. Okay, so in context. Hoje conheci a nova namorada do Pedro e não fui com a pinta dela. Today I met uh, Pedro's new girlfriend and I did not, I was not really keen on her. Yes. Yeah, she, I don't know, I couldn't think of a, a different expression. I'm thinking there's a better expression than just, um, I wasn't keen on her. I didn't really warm up to Maybe. her or, but anyway. That's it gives you an idea. Um it's just when you you meet someone and your first impression isn't the best. As 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 we have it there, it's it's an unfriendly feeling. Yeah. Towards some you just someone. Didn't yeah, you were just not keen on the person. But it's just the way we say it. Yeah. And in the context I mentioned no ir com a pinta dela. So it could be dill or dela. Dill if it's a man uh, you're talking about dela if it's a woman. Okay. So let's learn to uh say that Pinta, pinta, which, okay, just to give you, you might see this word in other places, pinta means spot, uh, like a spot in, like a beauty oh. spot. Yeah, like a pimple, isn't it, pimple? Pinta. Um, pinta, no, it's more, it's more, um, mm. Carla thinks about that. It's, it can also <laughs> mean he paints the wall. Yeah, Você pinta, pinta eu, ela pinta. But also, uh, yes, what I mean is more, um, oh goodness, it's like a birthmark, isn't it? Sometimes we had a friend with a big birthmark on his face, um, on his cheek, and that's, that's, that oh, yeah, was his nickname. Beauty, we called him Pinta. Beauty mark is more, more senile, right? Yeah. More senile. What, what's that, a beauty? Beauty mark, beauty... What do you mean? I don't know what do you mean, actually. Well, Google it. No, no, <laughs> what? Just, yeah. just tell me. No, because I can't. I can't explain very well. But like when somebody draws. No, no, no. It's like it's just as you were saying earlier. Like a some, birthmark. Yeah, but a tiny little thing, like normally around the lip. Ma pintinha. It's like a little spot. So yeah. if we 
so dresses like spotty dresses would be like um, vestido com as pintas. pintas. Yeah, so it could be like spots. Beauty, spo beauty But spot. I don't think it's beauty necessarily spot. a beauty spot. No. No. I wouldn't say so. No. A pinta. But we did refer to that birthmark no. as a big pinta. So, so, so that's what I was <laughs> we saying. Nicknamed the guy beauty pinta. Spot is Can I speak more... Marlon? Yes, Didn't say. <laughs> it's just all right. Go ahead. Take over. I want to correct myself. <laughs> I, beauty right. spot is, in my mind at least. Yeah. Is more um, un sinal, what we call sinal, like a little thing above the lip. It doesn't have to be above the lip. Uh, well, it's normally around, okay. in my mind, it's around the lip. Right. And as you say, pinta is more, perhaps something a bit more substantial. Yeah, but we, I suppose you can refer to, oh, what's that little pinta uh, on your face? And like just a birthmark or, yeah, something I drew on my face because I like, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, pinta it is. The translation for pinta is spot. Um, but not spot as in a blemish. It's not that, is it? That would be burbulha, in português de Portugal. E em português brasileiro, espinha. Which is... Você tem espinha na cara? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Está <laughs> cheio de espinha. Cheio de espinha. Okay. Okay, uh, anyway. So we were saying, nunca fui com a pinta dele. I really like that. Okay. I, ne I never went with his spot. Is in I would say, nunca fui com a cara dele. I never went with his face. You know, like, I don't like your face. Yeah, That's so you could use I that one say. as well. I never yeah. went with his face. Mm. Okay. Anyway, I think we've done that to death. Nunca mm -hmm. fui com a pinta dele. Cala. Right. Pois, I know. Or now I know what you're talking about. Pois, saiu-nos... Saiu-nos cá um vigarista. Sair is to go out, to exit, uh, or sometimes um, it turned out to be. No? Yes. Because you would say, if you're talking about someone who looks, let's say, oh, you know, you just you look just like your father, you or he looks just like his father. So in the past, you would say, il sai ao pai. No? Okay, it could be correct, yeah. in appearance, but it could also be um, personality-wise. Um, so in this case, it just, yeah. So like the person turned out to be, or came out into the world looking like his father. So, this one turned out to be a swindler or a crook, somebody who, uh, misleads you, uh, or, um, what's the other word with a D in English? Um, this... Deceitful, that's one. Deceitful. That's the one. Yeah, it's deceitful. So, He's so, a horn swaggler. Right. You know okay. that one? No, I didn't, and I don't really want to know. So, <laughs> right. All right, so, pois, saiu-nos cá um vigarista. So, he turned out to be to us. And then, cá, again, it's just one of those words that we just use. So, please don't worry about translating these expressions, literally, because it's just the expression. Saiu-nos cá um vigarista. Okay. Yeah, cá is not here. Well, it is kind of here, isn't it? Yeah, but it, it, you wouldn't be able to translate that into no, English. It just wouldn't make not. sense. So I don't it know didn't. if you could even translate that into another language, possibly. By the way, this this it could could have uh, could well have been another one of those not in a textbook. Sayunsh. Yeah. Sayirska. No, reflexive. Yeah, sayunushka. So if I was just saying that it turned out to be. From my point of view, uh, a swindler or, or a crook, I would say saiu-me cá um vigarista. But because I'm referring to um, 
well, uh, to my character, Patricia, as well as my uh, character's husband, Tiago, then I use Nush. Okay, he turned out to be uh, um, a swindler to us. Okay, so saiu nushka. So let's pronounce that. Saiu nushka. Um vigarista. Um vigarista. Ou trapaceiro, if you prefer. Vigarista. Isso é brasileiro? Trapaceiro. Trapaceiro. I don't know, but I'm sure that in Portugal they would use it and that wouldn't be a problem. Okay. Uh, nunca mais. Nunca mais. Never again. Nunca mais. It, it literally is never more, but mm. nunca mais. Okay, my last line. Mm -hmm. Deixa estar. Okay. Or you could say deixa estar. Yeah. Deixa estar. Either would do. Or just deixa. So, ah, yeah. Deixa. Or deixa lá. Deixa lá. Deixa lá. Actually, that's very common as well. Brasileiro, deixa para lá. That's out of It's just as I was trying to put on this Brazilian accent, they they do open their mouth so much more. The vowels are so yeah, much more. Yeah, that's open. why a lot of people find it easier to learn. Actually. Uh, okay, deixa estar. Deixa estar. Para a próxima, já sabem. Para a próxima. Para a próxima. No, próxima, próxima. Para a próxima, já sabem, you already know. Or you'll know better. Para a próxima, já sabem. And the whole line again, deixa estar. Para a próxima, já sabem. This is it. End of uh, podcast, o fim do, do podcast 48. Okay, this is probably the longest podcast um, in a while. We've, we've a while, done long yes. podcasts, but there were so many good expressions we, we just oh, had Oh, yeah, to. and there was more. We could actually uh, do more about it and explain a little bit more, but hopefully you got the gist of them all and you'll be able to use them. So pick your favorite, learn it, and give it a go. Yes. The fun of these things is that if you have friends that... Yeah. Just <laughs> it's using. funny because I do have a, um, a few students and one of them was telling me the other day, he uh, uh, he went to a restaurant and he used nos drinks. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, and uh, somebody asked him, oh, how was everything? And uh, he said, nos drinks, está tudo nos drinks. Everything is spot on. It's just really so, good. Uh, and the, uh, the first person, oh, right, okay, really good. So they were impressed because obviously he has this... Um, um, He has an accent, so they can tell that he's not a uh, native Portuguese, so they, they appreciated it. But the second person he used it with, uh, nah, she didn't get it. She had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> said she never heard it. I'm not, I don't think it's a regional thing. Because I think no, I then think she so. got uh, her, um, her workmate, I think, to sort of, uh, um, you know, listen to the expression. And he's, oh, yeah. I know it. I think that's what happened. But yes, there was definitely one person that didn't get it. She had never heard of it. It's such a shame that um, those expressions that are so common are never or very rarely taught when you're learning the language. Because that's what makes the language learning interesting. It's I suppose always... the most common way of teaching a language is... It's not that classical way, isn't it? Where you just teach And the proper it, way. Yeah. Uh, and and so a lot of people actually are happy with it. It does depend why you're learning. If you're learning, I don't know, you want to 
you want to have a very high level of Portuguese and you want to you want to speak really uh, eloquently. I suppose you would want to to learn it that way. But if you just want to understand, you have a house there or you go to Portugal, you go on holiday, you want to understand the language of the people. So I think it's good to learn these um, yeah. expressions. I think sometimes courses are so grammar focused that it becomes such a, a drag learning the language that way. But yeah. anyway. A, oh. a lot of people like it though, you know, so it's not for everybody. It's true, but uh, a, a lot of people like it. So with our podcast, I think you have the option. Some one or two uh, Portuguese natives related to some of you listeners may not appreciate sometimes some of these uh, some of these expressions that we teach you. They probably think, ah, oh, it's a bit too sort of like lower class or but this is how the people speak and you want to understand them. And if you have a place over there, you probably have, I don't know, you have a, a woman who comes and cleans the place or a man, whoever, um, and doesn't speak any English at all. Uh, the guy who comes and fixes your things, I don't know, your pool or the plumber or, and they don't speak any English. You want to be able to understand them just in but case. Even the guy that, that, that translates books, even the guy who writes books, when he's speaking to his family, he's not going to speak like that. You know, with a very formal... Some families do, don't they? It's but it rare, does depend. Though. Yeah, it's not a very common thing, though. No. People speak like... Um, and and it, they speak uh, in, a, in a very sort of free, full of mistakes sort of way. That's that's the way the spoken language is, um, is seen all over the place, not yeah. just... Although, yeah, it's true. I mean, obviously, you want to be a bit more formal if you're at the bank or if you go to the yeah. doctors and... And often we have podcasts about that. By the way, Carla, I mentioned this to one of... Um, or oh, somebody in, in, in a comment, in a YouTube uh, comment said, uh, I have these ideas, maybe you could try all these things. We have actually been planning um, a few changes. We haven't discussed it because we haven't got anything baked. But we can tell you that podcast 50 will be the last podcast. Of, in this style. In, in this style, yes. Um, we're not going to dramatically change things, but there is... No. There's going to be different. Um, just develop it a little. Just yeah. make it. I don't know. Just um, more, interesting more interesting for some of you, or hopefully for all of you. Just bring it to another level. So yeah, podcast fifty will be the end of this. Uh, I guess the way we series, have done. series. Yeah. So of we'll podcasts. start a new series of um, podcasts. Indeed. With that said, Carla, this is indeed a very long podcast for okay. our standards. All right, guys. Okay, muito bom. Uh, esperamos que vocês uh, tenham aprendido muito. E uma, um bom dia, uma boa tarde ou uma boa noite. Ok. Tchau. Tchau.